The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. The death of a cyclist earlier this month is renewing attention across Central Virginia to road design and safety. Jad Khalil from VPM News reports on how infrastructure plays a role in reducing fatalities. On a warm summer night in Henrico's Crump Park, Dozens and dozens of cyclists were gathered to remember Jonah Holland. She died after a reportedly impaired driver hit her and a friend, Natalie Rayner, while they were riding their bikes. An organizer also prayed for some sort of purpose to come out of the loss. So that each person who's here will continue to live healthy with their families and come home from every ride. Osborne Turnpike, where the women were hit, lacks some of the design elements experts say can prevent deaths, like bike lanes or signage. Donna Chen from the University of Virginia says there's a movement to put roads on a so-called diet to reduce speed. Actually making it feel like an environment where the drivers should be anticipating bicycling behavior, then they actually slow down. 16 bicyclists died on Virginia roads last year, according to the Virginia DMV. More than 500 were injured. Jada Khalil, VPM News. A Virginia Beach judge will decide today whether kids would have to get a parent's permission to buy or rent two books some call obscene. As Ryan Murphy from partner station WHRO reports, booksellers worry about what the decision could mean for free speech. The suit alleges sex scenes in the illustrated memoir Gender Queer and the fantasy novel A Court of Mist and Fury are obscene, but booksellers and national groups are pushing back. In legal filings, they say the restrictions would infringe on their First Amendment rights. Sarah Pishko is the owner of Prince Books in downtown Norfolk. She's among those who've joined the fight against the restrictions. No book is for everyone. And genderqueer is certainly not for everyone, but it has its merits. The book groups worry sellers outside Virginia Beach could be criminally charged under state obscenity laws if the court approves the restrictions. Lawyer and Republican delegate Tim Anderson is representing the man who wants to limit access to the books. He says the suit is about access for kids in Virginia Beach and isn't looking to establish a statewide standard. He likens their ask to something like an R-rated movie ticket. You have to be of age to purchase one, but adults can buy them for underage viewers. If a parent wants to go down and buy a Court of Mist and Fury and give it to their 16-year-old daughter as a birthday present, they would be allowed to do that even if we win. He says the restrictions would allow parents to be the final arbiters of what their children read. That was Ryan Murphy reporting. Paul Bebo also contributed to the story. Petersburg's first black woman mayor has died. According to the Progress Index, Dr. Florence Farley died Sunday night at the age of 95 after an undisclosed illness. Farley stepped into the role of mayor in 1984 after a decade of serving on the city's first black majority council. She was also a prominent supporter of desegregation during the civil rights movement. There's not currently any information about memorial services. Virginia vanity license plates have offered drivers an outlet for bad puns and inside jokes since they were first introduced in 1981. Still, as Ben Pavier reports, not every plate makes the cut. 
Here are a few of the license plates you won't see on Virginia roads. Fart car, poop man, and the butt. In all, the Virginia DMV rejected thousands of license plates over the past few years, according to a VPM News Records request. Vetoed plates get added to what DMV staff call the no-no list. I think it's over 39,000. Spokesperson Jessica Corden says a special committee of DMV staff meet to decide whether a plate request violates the agency's rules. You know, just when we think we've seen it all, <laughs> something new comes through. Virginia's vanity plates cost just $10 a pop compared to 100 bucks in Washington, D.C. That may be one reason a 2006 survey found the Commonwealth had more vanity plates per vehicle than any other state in the U.S. Ben Pavier, VPM News. You can find a partial list of the rejected vanity license plates at vpm.org. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go. There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. But on Wildcard, we have ripped up the typical script. It's a new podcast from NPR where I invite actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to talk about some of life's biggest questions. Listen to Wildcard wherever you get your podcasts. Only from NPR.